Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly. This is a program that I've been trying to get together for a while now, even before I connected with our two guests today. Uh, it, it, the topic is uh, appropriate for uh, the month of October, which is one of the months when we especially uh, honor our Blessed Mother, particularly in the rosary. Teams of Our Lady, if you haven't heard about it before... Well, you're not alone. You're not the only one. That's one of the reasons we wanted to do this show today. And joining us who are involved with Teams of Our Lady here in the Diocese of Buffalo, anyway, are Mike and his wife, Emily Hoffman. Uh, welcome to the program. Thanks for coming down. Thank you. Uh, so um, I'm going to – normally I'd have a clever intro for the show and, and, and some setup, but I, I don't think we want to do that today. Because I want people to hear from you about what Teams of Our Lady is, and you certainly are able to do that better than anything I'm going to come up with. Uh, Emily, let me start with you then. Uh, tell me a little bit about Teams of Our Lady. What is it? Teams of Our Lady is a group of five to seven couples that meet together in each other's homes. We take turns hosting, and the other couples will bring the wine, the bread, the salad, and we have a discussion topic every month. Uh, sounds like, off the just from that brief introduction, could be just about any kind of prayer meeting that goes on of various sorts here in the diocese. So, what makes Teams of Our Lady different? It's with the spouse, so it's going to be the husband and wife together. We have couples that have been married just a couple years to couples that are celebrating their 50th anniversary who are involved with teams. And it's about being able to share in your faith more deeply with your spouse. So being able to read scripture together, say prayers together, and just being a model for your children. Now, one of the one of the reasons that I wanted to, to kind of talk about teams of Our Lady and have this show together. Um, if somebody's listening later on and happens to be around Valentine's Day, there's a good reason for that because we call that World Marriage Day, the weekend closest to it in uh, our Catholic church here in the United States anyway or in the uh, Catholic traditions around the world. And uh, this is an excellent uh, program for, for couples to be involved with together. By the way, teamsofourlady.org is the website that you can go to for all the general information. Um, and Mike, do you want to give the email for folks locally if people hear something they like today? Yeah, we are the uh, local like, regional couple. We service uh, western New York and actually western Pennsylvania as well. There's teams down there near Pittsburgh. Um, my email address, and you can contact us for starting a team or having an information meeting in your parish, M-H-O-F-F. 99 at yahoo.com. Okay, very good. mhoff99 at yahoo.com. Where did Teams of Our Lady come from? How did it get started? Uh, it's not something that started here in the United States, right? It started in France with a priest named Father Caffreal. His name is Father Henry Caffreal, and he was able to meet with couples from his parish in the 1930s. And he wrote a charter for it in 1947 and was able to bring it over to the United States later on in the 60s. And 
a parishioner came up to him and said, Father, we would really like something for the couples, the married couples. We're really concerned, you know, for the growth of the married spirituality couples. And he just seemed to have a passion for that, and it just grew deeply through him, and the movement has just continued and is strong and is international. It's all over the world, and we all do the same thing. We all prepare for the meeting and have a meeting all in the same way all around the world. It's interesting that a lot of these movements kind of have their origins in France. The Taizé prayer movement is a is a French movement. Um, even the Vincentians, you know, the whole Vincentian idea in terms of service and, and whatnot. Now this with, with regard to couples. Interesting that it was – came out of the 1930s in Europe, which tells me that when we talk about challenges to the family and marriage and whatnot, that's not new, is it? Just with times of, you know, being in the war, and Michael might be able to share a little bit more about that. Well, the, uh, you know, the modern society is just at war with marriage. Um, just to, they don't value it. Um, they don't see the need for it. And that was that was starting even back then. We think of it back in those days as the good old days. But the, the modern society started having all those problems then. And they're just getting worse. And we see it's under attack. Yeah. yeah. It's under attack. Yeah, I mean the you know um, people are talking about now the you know the the baby boomer generation and the aging of the baby boomer generation and um, and this is not to to criticize or, or character characterize or whatever but uh, divorce kind of started to run rampant among that generation so uh, timing seems like a good fit when this started to come into the. United States. Yes, and I would say, you know, being in teams for 14 years now, um, just reading some of the readings that Father Caffarel wrote, as we do read his readings in our group study topics, and you just feel the Holy Spirit pouring through those words to me now, you know, up to 70, 80 years later, and it's God is walking in this marriage with you. I just recently attended my niece's wedding, and I saw the preparation that goes into being married. And I was like, when is she going to realize it's just not her effort or her beauty or his charm and his, you know, quickness? It's God is in that marriage. And Father Caffrey was able to spell that out for me, um, just knowing that when we were yoked together, we, we God created that bond. It wasn't just my effort, how well I cooked or how cute I could look or how handsome Michael could be or how smart he would appear. That it goes beyond that. And this, the movement, Teams of Our Lady, helps carry you through. As we were lucky enough to join within our first five years of marriage, we had just had our second child, Jamie. And I didn't have time for anything like this in my life. But obviously the Holy Spirit was carrying us and drawing us to it. But, you know, we can speak more about how we join Teams of Our Lady but just, you know, letting you people know um, it's definitely Holy Spirit inspired. And uh, we've just been encouraged by all the other couples who've been in Teams of Our Lady and the other people we get to meet since we've been a part of it. Well, we're going to talk more about that. Um, <laughs> Mike Emily Hoffman, our guests here on the program. I'm going to save that maybe for the for the next part of the program. Um, uh, uh, I, I want to – because I want to give people an idea of the – you know, how, how the kind of – 
the teams are set up and, mm-hmm. and you know, um, uh, maybe a little bit about how it, how it got organized in Buffalo. Mike, you mentioned, uh, by the way, Mike and Emily Hoffman are our guests on Western New York Catholic Weekly this week. You can go to teamsofourlady.org uh, as well. They have a Facebook page. You can link to all that through, uh, through teamsofourlady.org and get kind of the general background information on this. Mike, you mentioned you're the local coordinators here for, uh, for our diocese of Buffalo. Anyway, what's kind of the structure of Teams of Our Lady organizationally? How is it oh, set up? Uh, well, it's an international movement. So there is a couple that is the international responsible team and they're from Portugal. No, they're from uh, Brazil. And uh, that's a, a big team. So that's the biggest team's country. But anyway, the, uh, we are in the western region and then the, there's a U.S. super regional couple there from California. And then it's broken into five provinces. We are in the eastern province, like eastern, you know, like New York, all the way down the eastern seaboard. And then what I said was we're, the, we're in the Lake Erie region, so that includes Buffalo and Pittsburgh. So it's organized like just about everything else in the Catholic Church regionally, uh, hierarchically. Then there's two sectors in Buffalo, a north and a south. And um, there's teams in both the north and south parts of Buffalo area. And uh, – there are uh, teams in each of those areas, and that's how it's organized. How does it start? You, yeah, yeah. How did? Yeah, how did? How do you kind of get one going? How did right, it, so, it kind of get um, into Buffalo? I guess if you want to, how to get into Buffalo? Well, there was a couple from Long Island that came here, and this is how it gets planted as a seed that had teams in that area. They moved here and started it here. Actually, at Saint uh, Saint Peter and Paul's in Williamsville is the first parish in the area that had it, and. Um, they started it there, and then it just grow, grew slowly from there out to our area. We're from the South Towns, so St. Bernadette's Parish. And um, we, yeah, our, our priest, uh, Father, Father Nugent, said, this is a great thing from France, and I want you to join it. <laughs> and we're like, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> like, we never heard of it like most people. And uh, he, just had, he just brought it to our parish, and uh, you know, like, we had an information meeting. That's how, that's how you, you – you, you get it because people want to know more. We can tell you only so much on this radio program. Right, right. And uh, so if you want it in your parish, you you would like to contact us and we can uh, set up an information meeting and, and be able to tell your people more about Teams of Our Lady, how the meetings run, who, who who's in a team, what makes up a team, things like that. Uh, if you want to email them the, the email address, mhoff99, mhoff99 at Yahoo. Dot com. I think I cut you off. Emily, did you want to say something about that there? Uh, sorry. Yes, we encourage the parish priests to be involved. So we're very happy to speak with any of the priests who would love to have that in their church for their people. It's a wonderful movement for the married spirituality of the couples. Um, we were so lucky to have Father Nugent to bring it to our parish. And we've also recently met with you know priests who wanted to ask questions, and so we're happy to do that and offer an information meeting with other couples who have also been involved in Teams of Our Lady. As we are, have plans this week to meet with another priest in East Aurora who is also thinking about having Teams of Our Lady in his parish. Yeah, now the – most of the most of the groups do have um, you know it's good to have a spiritual advisor right for each of the the teams I understand um, now from the perspective of our priests and our pastors even our deacons to a certain degree because I know deacons women religious can be involved with this as well um, a lot of times their plates are full so I imagine you get a little bit of um, you know, there's a little hesitation on their part, at least. 
in terms of starting one more thing, right? Right. The, the unique thing about Teams of Our Lady is it is a lay movement, and we give so much information and uh, guidance through the process. So the team itself is run by the couples who are involved, and the priest is able to come in and join in with them, have a meal with them, share in the prayer, and just being able to watch these married couples, you know, watching their faith grow, watching them share um, being able to meet the children and the families. And it's just like the father, the priest is able to come a little bit more a part of that group and the, their families. And not every team necessarily has a priest, but when they do, it's, you know, it's nice and they come when they can as the most priests are, you know, committed to very other, many other things. Yeah. So we're happy when they can come. Yeah. Now, is it pretty even when when you get involved in terms of the interest level? I mean, with with regard to this, because it sounds like you have both, right? You have sometimes a priest either knows through another. Oh, I've got these teams of my lady at our parish, and then they might approach you and and want to learn more about it. And I imagine a lot of times it comes from couples themselves, right? Geez, I heard about this teams of our yeah. lady thing. How do we get that going in our a lot of times? Place? A lot of times, couples hear about it and they they bring it to their priest, and they have to you know. Tell them more about it before they they would want to have an information meeting. But I would I would encourage couples to, to discuss it with their pastor and and have it in their in their parish. A lot there's a lot of parishes in, in Western New York that do have it, and there's a lot that don't still. So we would love to see more teams of Our Lady all over uh, our diocese. Now it doesn't sound like it's necessarily parish based, though, right? So like somebody might come from one of the neighboring parishes, for example, the your teams at St. Bernadette's, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, we have some teams that the members are from three different parishes. Yeah. We have some that all belong from one parish. A unique thing about us, you know, St. Bernadette's was that it got started there, and there was three immediate groups that started. So, yes, they're all members of one church. But um, teams even try to exist through people retiring, moving. They still love it, and they still want to stay connected. So, um most of the time, it's encouraged to have it in a region where people have no more than 30 minutes to drive to their meeting. Uh, people have been creative in having it, you know, at their uh, summer cottages or meeting at their parish. But it is a nice, friendly environment shared in people's homes. So, uh, Since you uh, – we're going to take a little break here on the program. Since you offered to talk a little bit about how you got involved, we're going to do that in the next part of the program okay. here. Uh, we're talking about Teams of Our Lady on Western New York Catholic Weekly this week. Teamsofourlady.org is a website you can go to visit. Um, if you want more information locally, maybe you've heard something or are interested in maybe seeing how you could get a team started or joining a team uh, – mhoff99, M-H-O-F-F-99 at yahoo.com is the email address for our guests, Mike and Emily Hoffman, and we'll be right back. If you're suffering after an abortion, you don't have to suffer alone. The Catholic Church understands, and we would like to help. Through Project Rachel, we offer free, non-judgmental, confidential counseling for anyone suffering from the effects of abortion. Call Project Rachel at 716-847-847. 2205. Remain as anonymous as you like. Call 716-847-2205. We care. Let us help you today. The Western New York Catholic is now available in Topps Markets. The official Catholic newspaper of the Diocese of Buffalo is reaching more people than ever. Now, on the first weekend of every month, you can find the latest issue of the Western New York Catholic in your local parish or in your local Topps Friendly Market. You'll also find the Western New York Catholic on Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram, and at wnycatholic.org. And next time you're in Tops, make sure you pick up the Western New York Catholic. Make your voice heard. Join the Catholic Action Network and speak out in support of the poor and vulnerable, the sick and elderly, the unborn, families and children. Sign up online at nyscatholic.org and click on Join the Network. That's nyscatholic.org. And visit the New York State Catholic Conference's Legislative Action Center. Read alerts on important legislative issues and email your state representative. Stay informed and strengthen the Catholic voice in New York. You'll find it all at nyscatholic.org. That's nyscatholic.org. The October issue of the Western New York Catholic is now available at your local parish. You're listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly. I'm Greg Prince. We're talking about Teams of Our Lady this week with Mike and Emily Hoffman. And uh, we mentioned in the first half of the program, uh, actually, Emily, you mentioned about uh, how you uh, got involved with it. Uh, and I know that uh, uh, Senior Nugent was, was instrumental in that. So how did that happen? How did you two... Um, first find out about Teams of Our Lady and then kind of get into the to just joining a team? Well, I had no idea I was going to be joining teams. So when Michael heard about it, you know, Father Nugent wrote us a letter saying, I'd like you to be a part of this. There's an information meeting coming up. At that time of my life, uh, I had just had a newborn. I had a very busy toddler. And he wanted me to just all of a sudden just go to this meeting and we're going to be a part of this. Uh, I did have some hesitation as I didn't see any extra time in my life. Um, but obviously God had a better plan for us. And um, so, I, you know, I didn't necessarily want to go to that first meeting. But we were eventually, we got involved. We, we started to, we got right into it. Um, but I'd say it was... I'm exhausted. I don't have time for this. Now I have to, you know, worry about being more Catholic or worry about being, you know, an awesome couple. What What's going to be happening here? And I attended the first meeting. It was at, you know, one of our couple's homes. And I was set at ease immediately. It, the format um, is very structured, so I knew what was going on, what to expect. All I had to do was probably bring bread or salad that first meeting and there was other couples, just like us, very busy in their life, looking for something to enrich their marriage. It was totally worth our time to just put everything aside and spend time with our spouse and be in fellowship with other couples who are going through the same thing. Once we joined in 2003, we were never alone in the raising of our toddler. Now in our group, we have 20-year-olds, 18-year-olds, kids who are driving, kids you know, going to the middle school. We have our youngest going to kindergarten. So we've been through various stages of life so far. And I said we're really lucky we've been a part of our team since 2003. And Michael's been a part of that parish basically his whole life. Yeah, what I was going to say is we did not know these people really at all, these couples that we joined, and now they're like our closest friends. We're godparents to some of their kids, and I'm, uh, I'm godparent to a couple of their kids. And that's how it is. We're like family. So a lot of people that are seeking that fellowship at church, you go to mass, say wave to people, see them in the parking lot. That's about it. A lot of times these days, we have that that intimacy that people might be looking for because the modern society now it's like kind of a fast paced, like not really a lot of visiting anymore going on. People used to visit back in the day. Now it's like we we visit at least once a month with our and we do things on the side as well. We do social events with our teams people. Um, and we, you know, we have those teams meetings at least once a month, and you just 
it's even more than just being a friend with somebody like some of the people. We have a spiritual connection with our, these other couples. Well, don't people say all the time, especially in, in our society and culture, I, I don't know. I'm looking for something. There's got to be something more than this. You know, I'm not sure what it is, but there's got to be something, particularly in, in marriages. And I and we know that's the case, right? Because we wouldn't have so many broken marriages if people weren't searching, if people knew how to, um, you know, be better spouses, be better partners, be better husbands and wives. Um, and this might be a good point just to interject maybe, um, and I know this is on the, the teams of our lady site, what um, teams of Our Lady is not. This isn't a like we talked. We've talked about several different programs on this program. Uh, this program over the years um, about programs to better your marriage to for broken marriages, etc. This is not that. Correct. Right. This is a whole different thing. The, this is for people who maybe are are looking to enrich their marriage. Is that a fair characterization? Yes. Yes, that is right. We generally. You know, people are encouraged to come because they're interested in growing in their marriage, growing in their faith. It is not for troubled marriages, but it also gives you a chance to participate and just let the Holy Spirit go to work. Um, Mike and I both had our faith separately. I was a Christian. He was a Christian. We started going to Mass together once we got married, and... We would do our separate devotions, but with Teams of Our Lady, we're encouraged to do a reading together. We're encouraged to pray um, during the day, and once a month, we're encouraged to do a sit-down where we have time to talk together, see how the month has been going. It's like, you know, just time for one-on-one, away from the distractions. But this is not, oh, can you remember? This is part of being part of Teams of Our Lady. It's one of their responsibilities is that you are encouraged to do this. And when you go and meet every month, you talk with other couples about that. We have a special term for it. We call it the endeavors. When you have a time of doing prayer, going to Mass, um, reading the scriptures, having your sit down, that you get to share on that. You know, we would say, how are your endeavors going this month? And the couples be able to say, I think, you know, we've gotten away from doing the prayer. Or actually, we had an awesome sit down. We were able to discuss you know, how we're doing this month because with our schedules, we hardly have time to be together. So it's just nice that it has a formula that's very enriching and encouraging, and it's not judging. It's all done in love and support. How do you get a a team started, which is um, you get five to seven couples together, and then you meet in each other's homes. We supply the materials for you in a pilot couple meets with you for those first five meetings. And really, even though we get together, we talk about this once-a-month meeting, it really carries over through the whole month. It's just not that one day. In part from that meeting, Mike and I are encouraged to pray together, like I said, read the Bible, attend Mass together, not just you know the one weekly Mass, but attend extra Masses as well, and to pray with our children. Um, always our best moments are when we remember to say the rosary with our children and to hear them pray. I would say one of the best um, highlights that I've had in the re- recent years was we have a Teams of Our Lady DVD that highlights on what a meeting looks like. And at the time, my son was 11 or 12 years old, and he sat and watched this. Although he knew I'd been attending Teams for a long time, he'd never been to a meeting. He watched the DVD, and he saw the couple sharing. And afterwards, he said, Mom, is that what you and Dad do? Is that what your meeting looks like? And I said, yes. And he goes, 
I respect that. Just beaming from that, you know. And again, a lot of life is your actions, not just what you're saying you're doing. So right now, Mike and I can say we're praying, we're reading the Bible. You you might already feel judged because you feel like you don't do that. Believe me, Mike and I are always working on that. It is a work in progress. We're just, again, thankful that we're not alone in this. We have other couples with us, and we have God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, our Father, and Mary with us at all times. You looked like you wanted to jump in there, Mike, so I'm going to let you – I was well, going to throw it your way anyway. You, you know, like one thing about – somebody might want to ask is, you know, Teams of Our Lady has Our Lady in it. So um, she is the patron of, of, team, of Teams. Father Javier Caffarel always has said that. Um, one, one prayer that unites all teams all over the world is all teams meetings end with the Magnificat. So we all say it together and you're supposed to say it every day as well as with your spouse. And then all the meetings end like that too. So it's amazing because you have people. We we have an international gathering coming up next year in Fatima, Portugal in, uh, in July. And there's going to be teams from all over the world there and they will all be there. You know, And definitely they'll say the Magnificat in all those different languages, of course. Um, we, we say it and, and we'll be there next year in Fatima, Portugal which is the 100th anniversary this year. Well, you know, one of the things you'll hear on, a lot of times uh, that I hear it in homilies once in a while, especially in the world today, we want to make Jesus an orphan and he had a family. He had a mother and a father and, you know, he, he you know, he had a, you know, he, he's part of a good household with a good marriage, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I think it's beautiful that uh, Our Lady is the patron of, uh, of this movement. What I was going to ask you specifically, Mike, and we don't have a lot of time, but I'll, I, I definitely want to get this thought in here. Um, as I'm listening to, to you guys talk, even in the first part of the program and how this got started and, and where the, the movement came from, etc., um, please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. This doesn't generally sound like a guy thing, right? Like, I mean, that... That is, that is tr- true, uh, Greg. You, you, uh, you, got, you hit the nail on the head there because... Uh, a lot of times the guy will be the one like, I don't want to do that. You know, they're the <laughs> yes. quiet, silent type, you know, the old uh, John Wayne type. Um, traditionally in our church, that's, that's kind of the way they express themselves. But um, uh, a lot of guys enter teams that way reluctantly. You know, their wife kind of just signs them up for it. And uh, we hear it all the time when we're at information meetings, like, I'm here because my wife told me to be here, you know. And that's good. You got, got them to the meeting. But uh, they enjoy it a lot because uh, the guys need the fellowship too. They need to with the other uh, spouses, the the people that the model to each other, and also just um, to have that time with their wife, they really appreciate it because uh, nobody's probably suffered more than men uh, in in the modern world as far as the way the way it's going now. They're kind of outcasts in their own families. They get uh, they're just the, the family splits apart, and the and the men suffer apart from it. So yeah, I, it like I said, uh, guys just. Um, Trust, uh, trust the Lord and, and, and the lead lead your way because it it does it is rewarding to be in teams. Uh, I've been in it for 14 years. There's men that have been in it even way longer than I have, and uh, they appreciate every minute they're in it. Uh, if people have heard something today, they can go to teamsofourlady.org. If they're interested in finding a team, starting a team, what do they do, Mike? They want to contact us through email, and uh, we'd be glad to get back to them about how to set up an information meeting in their parish. 
terrific. Mhoff99, M-H-O-F-F-99 at yahoo.com, and that will connect you to our guests, Mike and Emily Hoffman. Thanks so much for being on the program Thank today. You. Thanks for having us. appreciate you coming in. So as I mentioned, uh, the, this show will go in the can so people have a second opportunity to hear it. So if six months from now you start getting calls for some unknown reason, <laughs> that's why. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, <laughs> no, that, no, that's true because uh, like the, the, the couple from uh, – the lead couple of the USA, they're from California. They were on EWTN. And after that, I mean, that's all over the country, right? Sure, so, sure. boom, you get you get hits. Yeah, like, and then like, repeats, where's this coming from? Right, it repeats. <laughs> and you did so, you know, um, which is another good reason to use the email. If you think of it, uh, you're listening to the show, and you think to email them at midnight, that's perfect because you certainly wouldn't want to call them then. They're busy. They've got kids and a family and, and work to go to. So teamsofourlady.org is the uh, nas- the international website, uh, and uh, you can find out a lot more about that as well. I'm Greg Prince. Of course, you can go to buffalodiocese.org or WNYK. Catholic.org, go to the radio page and uh, all the information and links are available uh, as well as our other podcasts there. I'm Greg Prince. I'll be back with you next week. You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. If you have a comment about this week's program or need more information about anything you hear on Western New York Catholic Weekly, call us at 847-8744 or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org. Our email address again is radio at buffalodiocese.org or call 847-8744. You can visit the Western New York Catholic and the Diocese of Buffalo online at buffalodiocese.org. And be sure to join Greg Prince again next week for Western New York Catholic Weekly.